Good evening, David. Good evening, Joseph. Can you see? Can you see what I'm doing there? I the can eyebrows? see that you're doing the. You're like um, the Rock. What are you cooking, or some sort of Buzz Lightyear with your eyebrows there? Yeah, yeah that's quite impressive though, because not a lot of people can do that with the alternate. See, I can only do one side, but I, yeah. sometimes I can toy with the other one, but they both go up at the same time. Yeah, this is yeah. A, I mean, again, this is something I appreciate very this good is for podcasts. Not great. Yeah, not great for the audience, but mm. perhaps I'll put a video online of my skills with I like the that. eyebrows. Yeah. Uh slightly easier um than worry or worry that. Ah, of... we'll get to that. Don't you worry <laughs> about that. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> what did you say? Sorry? You uh What was that? Sorry? Yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> So, uh Sorry about the hiatus. You know we've we've been busy, yeah. haven't we? Um, I'm... My fault, really. I, I mean, I I I put a, kosh, a kibosh on it last week, um, but we've we've both been very busy. I've in been our separate lives. Yeah, I've been DIYing as well as working and bringing up kittens, and you've just been crazy busy, haven't you? So is that is that what's that? Does that mean you've been? Is that like code for being sick? Bringing up kittens. Um, yes. No, Sounds actually, awful. No. I'm actually. You've just been raising them. I've been raising them. Yeah, I'm now a, a father to two young kittens. Uh, so there we go. Yeah. Are you going to? Do you want to disclose names? I mean, it's up to you. It's personal. I know. Uh, well, as far as I'm aware, I, that would put me in a difficult position in terms of the Data Protection Act of 1996. So I won't. Fair enough. At this stage. Fair enough. Uh, I'll consult my Can lawyer. We just call them. Kitten one and kitten two. Yeah, that's fine. That's all the information that you need. That there's two of them. Yeah. Okay. But you didn't Your need choice. it anyway. I just told you. But uh, <laughs> what did you have for dinner? Uh, what did I have for dinner? Oh, well, yes, yeah, so I cooked a lovely um, chili con carne today. Ooh, nice. Yeah, and I served with it the rice, uh, and uh, I served with it some garlic bread. You'll be pleased to hear. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I also made some nachos as well. Tray oh, of nachos. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, so I went all out. Chili and garlic heavy meal. How's your? Uh, how are you now? Uh, let's just say I'm, I'm. I'm drinking a peppermint tea. <laughs> Settling the bowels, are you? Okay, yeah. very nice. <laughs> but that. thank so, you for concern on my um, <laughs> on my innards. That's yeah, a good. good uh, that's a good bank holiday, bank holiday weekend sort of warming pot meal, isn't it? I like that. Share. It was. It was. Yeah. yeah Did yeah. you go for something similar? In a way, but entirely different. Uh, afternoon tea I had today at home. Oh, uh, very English. We had um, yeah sandwiches with the crust cut off, you know, and a bit of you got to have at least one sandwich with cucumber in it of some kind, haven't you? And uh, you know, um, yeah. Sometimes cu- just a cucumber sandwich. Just cucumber. Sometimes you can be very British. Uh, cucumber ham, um, gherkin, pastrami, and cheese. We had, which is sort of an American. Uh, Sort of take. Yeah, you've gone a bit off piece there with the pastrami, but that's fine. Yeah, um, and we had home baked. Uh, what are they called again? A croissant? No, not I can't get it out. Scones. Scones. Thank you. Home baked scones. Ah, now with scones cream. or scones? Uh, scones, I'd say. Yeah. Even though I'm from Surrey, and I imagine the majority of Surreyites would say scone, but. Uh, yeah. Fastest, uh, fastest cake of all the cakes, isn't it? Worst joke in the book as well, apparently. 
Uh, <laughs> what do people say in That's Middlesex? That's why I didn't finish then? it. <laughs> no, joking. The uh, oh, it's, it's gone. Uh, Middlesex, Middlesex. Are they are they scone or uh, scone? What are you asking me for? I thought you were born in Middlesex, weren't you? No. Well, what actually? No, I was born in Hampshire. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well. But uh, but but raised all over the place. Really, I'm um, I'm very much Paul Young in that sense. <laughs> Wherever I lay my hat, that's my home. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. But did you did you have jam and cream? I this is all right. This I feel like this is going to be one of those things that really annoys you. I know this is going to annoy you a lot, actually. So I don't dislike jam. I'll have jam on things. Jam, fine. Right. I like it. Raspberry jam, sure. Strawberry jam, not so bothered. But it's all right. Oh god. Oh, but god. when it comes to my scones, cream only. What are you on? You mentalist. <laughs> What? I the knew it. Uh, what do you want to know about cream, cream only? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I know it's weird. I know I'll accept that, but I'm a cream only man. I don't. I just feel like jam, unnecessary sweetness. I just, I just want the it's cream. It's absolutely necessary the, with the nah. scone and cream. Nah, Come on, nah. Just cream only, mate. Oh man, you are odd, aren't you? <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, I've always secretly thought it, but now I just—I'm just coming out with it. I'm just going to say it. You know, j- jam on toast and jam, and you know, you could—you could. There's some interesting things you can do with cooking and baking with jam. Jam's cool. I like jam. Scones, nah. Cream, clotted cream. I want a I want clotted cream. I want it to be stodgy and creamy. You know. But the jam has this sort of sweetness to it, though. Sure. Yeah, I don't want it. <laughs> you don't want it. You like it sour and bitter and awful. Sour. That's fine. That's yours. Just... Sour. It's not sour cream. Like it's, it's cream. sour cream and chive. <laughs> Bit of tzatziki on it. Yeah, some garlic on there as well. But like you know, when you bake a whole clove and you just pop it in. Yeah. What about what about your? your I assume you had it, this with your partner. Did your partner have jam on hers? Of course she did. Yeah, because she's normal. Yeah, she, she's normal. Yeah. 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 So what, like was said, she looking it, at you? It's weird. It's weird. I've never not said that it's not weird. Okay. Well, at least you acknowledge it. I mean, I've never said that it's not weird. That's what I meant to say. I okay. acknowledge it. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's join the debate. At least if you were to have jam, which would go? What would you put on first, the jam or, or the cream? Oh, uh, well, surely the cream because it's almost like a butter, isn't it? I suppose in that context. No, you see, I find the the cream is is harder to spread, so the jam acts as a good, almost a cement for the cream. <laughs> so uh, I'm but, with but the, the. I don't know which way. The There's cream a is heavier. Heaven. It's denser. It has more mass, right? So surely it will squash the jam out over the sides of the scone. Yeah, but you can't spread the jam on the cream because it's so soft and squidgy mm. so i mean i mean okay. you oh, what do you know you don't bloody know you don't, I don't even bloody have the do jam no. so i think i'd rather have it. marmalade on it to be honest <laughs> but um i don't know which way around it's devon people from devon have it one way and people from cornwall have it the other way so i'm with whoever has the jam first that could be a, our new no but that's been done isn't it jam or cream first. <laughs> that's an old one yeah it's it's a little bit of a it's not not as it's not very important i suppose <laughs> It's not. It? Let's stop talking about it then. Yeah, let's just get it there. No. Uh, no. Here's this week's headlines with uh, me, Michael Tongi. And me, Elmo. <laughs> UK Town Crier Championships to be held in silence. <laughs> Good. 
Vegan mum defends letting her baby eat sand, sticks and rocks. <laughs> All of which are entirely vegan appropriate. Congrats to her. Josh fight draws hundreds of Joshes to Lincoln in Nebraska in battle over name. <laughs> right. A hmm. uh, man throws coins into plane engine for good luck before flight. I, I, I know that was in China. That was a China thing, right? Yeah. yeah good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You kind of defeating the object there, mate. A little bit. <laughs> That's only going to cause you bad luck. Yeah. I heard that when I was there. I heard that story, uh, um, I think. Oh, it's something that happens relatively common, apparently. Uh, Prince Harry's new job title means little penis in Japanese. <laughs> Not what you want on your, uh, on your CV. On your it? resume, no. Um, huge butt plug sparks grenade scare in Germany. <laughs> Is that those old um, World War II German stick grenades that kind of, I suppose, could look like a butt plug? I think it was the other way around, actually. I think it was a butt plug, and it looked like it was designed to look like a grenade for all those uh, oh, Army, Navy enthusiasts that like a bit of something up the arse. Oh, I see. So it's like a, a war fetish, weapon fetish. And exactly, yeah, yeah. Pop it up your bum, camo, pull the pin out. Camo... Uh, <laughs> Roid. Do you know you know what I mean though? Those you see them in war, old World War Two war movies. The Germans use those. Um, the sorry, I should say the the Nazis. You know. <laughs> yeah, come on. Use, let's not tar them all with that brush. <laughs> use those grenades with the. They look like a. They're like a handle. You know, they're rather than a, a like a sphere. You know. Yes. That yes. could be a sort of um, butt plug, I suppose. Yeah, that was the first thing you saw that and thought that's not that's not all that could be used for. You know. <laughs> wow. Has anyone <laughs> thought of being creative with this? Yeah. <laughs> guys if you're bored yeah just just siphon, siphon some axle grease out of that tank over there and uh you know where you go <laughs> that's what you need you know you're missing your wife at home away on the eastern front hey guys look at this <laughs> it fits perfect oh yeah oh don't unscrew the thingy on the bottom oh, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> it will explode no not you <laughs> Uh, casual European racism. Um, it's not. Would it's you like, not. <laughs> would it's you, just doing accents. Would you like to do your news first or shall I? Sure. Go ahead, sir. Didn't answer the question, did I? No, I'm <laughs> so, assuming that meant yes. you. <laughs> uh, I've got a story here and the headline is... That, sorry, if you get an interference, it's, I've realised what it is. If you had a bit of noise interference in the past few uh, episodes, it's because I just keep knocking the table. <laughs> Basically, oh, yeah, probably, yeah. My, and that's what it will. That it, that'll do it. <laughs> so apologies in advance. I'm just all. I'm just all. Uh, I'm all hands and feet. Is that saying? Uh, sure. I think octopus is. Saying. Got any news? Have you saw some news? Yes. The headline is: IT teacher takes students to lap dance club. Ah, uh, I mean, we all had one a little bit like that, didn't it's a we? Good trip, isn't it? Yeah, we all had it. Yeah. <laughs> Richard, Richard Glenn, 55, threatened students and took others to a strip club. Two extremes there, really. Uh, where he, when he was drunk on a school trip in Costa Rica in 2019, he has been banned from teaching for three years. Well, I'm just going to um, stop you there. Two things. Banned from yeah. teaching for only three years. That, that should be a, it's, you're, you're out, mate. It's done. It should really new career it? Yeah. for you. Go and drive a fucking lorry. You can't like what the, and then school yeah. trip to Costa Rica. 
Yeah, I don't know. It. I'm. I am. I struggle to find in the article where this school is. Uh, uh, I mean, there must be a posh school. Anyway, continue. It might not be UK based. I don't know. Mm, yeah. Um, Glenn was sent home uh, early during Longridge Towers school trip. Oh, Longridge Towers school. <laughs> I yeah, struggled to find this school. <laughs> and this what? is the next line. You're like, I struggled to find this this school. There it is. Longridge Towers. <laughs> oh, Longridge Towers school. <laughs> Always read ahead. Prepared. Read ahead. <laughs> uh, shall I Google where it well, is it's for still, you? I'm going to Google it now. It still doesn't where say, is it? tell me where it is, does it? It's it still doesn't say where it is. It's just the name of the school. Cool. I'm just going to Google it, Dave, which is how you find out things now. It's an independent school uh, close in Berwick-upon-Tweed and close to the Scottish borders. There we go. What, and they went to Costa Rica? Uh, independent schools. Money coming out of their arse. That's mental. We went to Somerset. <laughs> I remember going to a sewage factory. Anyway, get on it. That's, uh, that's worse. Glenn, or Mr. Glenn, as he, as he re- was referred to in school, that's normal, isn't it? Mm. Um, was heard by a misconduct panel about the incident. He taught computer classes and was one of the leaders of the group of 18 to 16-year-olds. <laughs> Sorry, 16. To in, they work in reverse uh, in that school. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. Uh, yeah. Um, that went to the Costa Rica on July the 5th, 2019. So quite a while ago. Um, he was supposed to be there until July 28th. That's nearly a month. What are they doing there for? The... Three weeks. That's, That's crazy. Jesus. Um, but he was sent home after six days due to his behaviour. <laughs> um, right, here we go. His actions included bullet points now. All right. Drinking with pupils. Right. I mean, that, ha- that does go on, I mean, doesn't it? Well, well, surely for only the 18 plus ones. Like, yeah, but you always hear stories when you're at school about, oh, yeah, I saw so and- Mr. So-and-so down the pub and he brought us around. I d- I'll be honest, I didn't. I don't know if... <laughs> no. Well, but- I never... I mean, this was people I, that were in my school that were obviously looked old enough to buy a drink. Unfortunately, when I was 16, I still looked about 10. So there was no chance of me going to the pub. I think I was 15 um, when I first got served in the pub. So, yeah. How old? 15, I think. Yeah, well, that's pretty good going. Yeah. <laughs> um, so number one, drinking with pupils, um, allowing one or more pupils to drink alcohol despite being under the legal age of eighteen, um, threatening to kick the head in of one pupil and kill another. <laughs> I think this is in the order of ads as the night went as well, isn't it? Yeah, this is all one night, isn't it? This is one outrageous <laughs> binge. This whole thing. Yeah. Amazing. This is this is this actually the the way it goes on. These it does seem like it's one night getting progressively worse because the next one is telling one pupil, "I'm not in trouble. You'll be in trouble." <laughs> Straight out of the office. That that's from Chasers. That yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, After being aggressive to one pupil, he kissed the boy's forehead and told him, "Nah, you're all right." <laughs> Nah, it's you're a right, mixture mate. of nah, the office right. night fine. out and uh, Arsenal yeah. fan TV, this, isn't it, really? Yeah. So then the night's getting on now. So taking one or more pupils to a strip club. Yeah, always do that at the end of the night. Sure, don't you? Don't, yeah. don't want to peak too early. Yeah. Um, active aggressively towards the woman leading the trip when she tried to help him back to his tent. Oh, God. Tent? Oh, tent? no. I don't know, yeah. Oh, um, exposing himself to the woman in a shared hotel room Although it was agreed that this was not malicious or sexually motivated. So in just what probably way? just pulled his trousers down. In what way is it not? What? Probably trying to go, to, but you know, I'm going to get undressed. No, don't get undressed while I'm here. Nah, so you've seen it all before. 
You're all right. You're all right. <laughs> Kiss her on the forehead as well. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, patted her on the, patted her on the uh, forehead. Fucking hell. Uh, he said, um, yeah, he said there was no malice or sexual intent in taking the students to the lap dance club. Um, he said that it was inappropriate, unprofessional for him to have not controlled the situation. I think he lost control of the situation fairly early on. <laughs> but um, th- that, that sort of suggests that you could take some, you know, sixth form age kids to a lap dance and keep it under control. You know, I don't yeah, think, yeah. You, no, it's not, even if you are in control of them going, right, sit over there, sit there, right, hands on your knees so I can see them. That's, you're still not in control because you fucked up. You're, you're, you're a teacher. Yeah. This is not an appropriate yeah, thing no, to do. No malice or sexual intent. I think there's always some sort of sexual intent when you're going to a strip club. I yes. mean, unless it was for life drawing or something. <laughs> Can you could you keep still, love? I can't quite. Yeah. Uh, they're all over the place. Look at them. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry, sorry. I started drawing you whilst you were hanging upside down on the pole. So can you just get yeah. back to? I keep having to rub out the the clothes, the layers that you're wearing because you're taking them off. <laughs> you started fully dressed, and now me a razor's rubbing. A, I'm, I'm rubbing. I'm rubbing myself mentally. Here. Yeah, I'm rubbing myself off here. Me, the, 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 <laughs> not me. No, 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 Mr. Glenn. <laughs> ah, you're all right. You're all right. You are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. Um, oh, <laughs> although he later added that he couldn't remember what happened due to his state of intoxication, um, but he did not dispute the recollection of those present. The panel was shown drink tickets bought at the lap dance club and said that it was satisfied that his conduct amounted to misconduct of a serious nature which fell significantly short of the standards expected of the profession. Yeah, now, this this uh, worries me about the state of the independent school sector. I must be honest. Like public schools, you know, y- y- you do something like this and you're out for good. There's no way you can get back in and work there. Your career and working in the yeah, public schools. Yeah. But independent. I mean, schools... you work in the you work in the education arena. <laughs> Related, really, right? Yeah. So and and you're and obviously that this is further education. So the the ch- the kids are the students are of age, yeah, of age that they can go to a pub. Not but all if of them, you were but in yeah. a pub, if you were out in a pub, mm-hmm. right? Chance would be a fine thing. <laughs> if you were out in a pub and a couple of students walked in and like, hey, yeah, but would you be a bit? Oh, I better get out of here because you know. Yes, I don't want to. Do you know what? Yeah. It's happened to me, um, but they weren't punters. A, a, a student, a current student was um working behind the bar uh but ah um not like pouring drinks but uh, it was a bit weird we sort of like oh hello uh and then yeah scarpa really finished up and on to the next place because uh it just i don't know you just always there's always a chance that something could happen um that paints you in a bad light and then they talk to their friends and it just makes your career difficult you know if i fell over even or he could say that i was drunk or he could make up so that they i threw filmed up you. or he could yeah yeah like you just never know there's too many variables yeah so he was and the, playing and the, and the way you drink as well <laughs> the way i yeah oh, down in <laughs> I mean, pints and all that no uh so mr glenn was playing it uh super fast and loose that's a career death wish that is so self-destructive you know uh, yeah, uh, banned, but, for, banned for three years. You know, kind if of just a yellow card, isn't it? It is. Yeah, you you know you miss the final, but you can get you can redeem yourself. I just I think that's beyond redemption. His behaviour there. I mean, it, it's I I do I do feel sorry for people who have to work in a boarding school in Berwick upon Tweed because I'm sure there's sweet FA to do up there. Um, but 
you know, that's not an excuse. And neither is I was drunk. So, no, that's the oldest. You got one yourself in the book. there, bit. You did. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Wow. Um, lovely trip. Slightly soured by Mr. Glenn. But I just think of, you know, we've. I'm sure you and I, Dave, have both got some stories of outrageous things that happened when we were at school. Think of the stories those kids have got. I know. From, from I know. Mr. Glenn. <laughs> what the fuck? They're Unbelievable. Gonna be... we, should, we should do that one week, actually. We should each come with a story. From I mean, I, I've got a few, but I don't feel comfortable telling them, really. Right. Right. So that, that, like, at the time, you don't realise the scale of it, but when you look back, you're like, oh, that's awful. That, that is awful. Kid, kids are awful, aren't they? They are. They can be absolute savages and it's sort of a rite of passage in a way to learn about morality isn't it and what you know the difference of between right and wrong yes yeah, yeah. i'll tell you quickly i tell you, this is this is terrible right we had a teacher in our school that wasn't liked you know there's always it, it wasn't i'm gonna say he or she i'm not gonna name any names but this teacher wasn't popular they were renowned for being you know horrible every industry has its um, shits yeah um <laughs> teacher got very poorly Got into a called into assembly one week. Head teacher announced that this teacher had passed away. Oh, obviously horrendous. Oh god! A few kids at the back started cheering. No, <laughs> oh, no, serious. Yeah. Oh yeah. god, that and is... you can imagine the atmosphere turned straight away. They, I've never, I've, ne- I've never seen a face go redder quickly than the headmaster's face. He went berserk. I thought he was gonna. I th- literally thought he was gonna assault someone. He went mental. I mean, I don't uh, blame him. That is pretty horrific, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. I, wow. I, I mean, I can put my hand up and say I wasn't one of the people that was cheering and laughing. Did you do that at um, the time? Uh, Mr. Headmaster, sir, I, I wasn't one of the people who were laughing, just to let you know. I went, it's the, it's the bigger boys at the back, sir. It wasn't me. I, I can point, I can name them if you like. <laughs> I was one of them. I was one of them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell, yeah, that's, that's outrageous. Yeah. That is outrageous. I mean, she was horrible, but didn't deserve death. Every cloud? No. 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 <laughs> Would you like my news, David? Yeah, I think we should get out of this quickly, yeah. So uh, my, I've been a bit cheeky this week, but it's, it was too good to ignore. My news is was, in fact, one of my headlines, and it is Prince Harry's new job title means little penis in Japanese. <laughs> so the, the actual Ooh. headline title just says that it, that it means penis in Japanese, but... In uh, conferring with my partner, who is fluent in Japanese, um, she confirmed that it does actually mean it's it's, collo- it's a colloquialism for little penis, not just penis, which makes it even funnier. Um, so Prince Harry got himself a new job as chief impact officer at a mental health startup in California, a position which is known as Chimpo, chief impact officer. Uh, so in business, so that is it, that is a real it is a real thing. Then it is a real job. There there are other people with this job. They've not just created it for Prince Harry. No. So so in business circles, supposedly this is called uh, chimpo. This role is is as a chimpo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds that sounds funny in itself. It is kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah. I imagine like a little um like a like a, like the old adverts a chimpanzee in a nice pinstripe suit just coming in with a briefcase. <laughs> As chief impact officer. I mean, you would make yeah. an impact on a board meeting if you were a chimpanzee, wouldn't you? Yeah, here's the chimpo. <laughs> like something like that, you know. Pouring cups of tea, you know. Doing a yeah, that. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's getting a bit of attention for that, obviously, because it's a slang word in Japan for little penis. 
Japanese news site Sora News 24 reported that people were laughing at the job title, saying things like, I bet this news made junior high school boys happy. And it doesn't matter what age you are, the word chimpo always raises a smile. Uh, another said, imagine if he came to Japan and introduced himself as a chimpo to officials. I'd love to see their faces. Uh, so yeah, the, the title, uh, you asked a question earlier about that role. The title isn't specific to him. It's not like a, you know, honorary thing. He is actually an employee and many companies in America employ a chimpo, a chief impact officer. Uh, he just happens to be the chimpo for coaching company Better Up Incorporated. Uh, after the move was announced, he told Wall so Street sorry, Journal... So sorry, he's the little willy of Better Up. <laughs> well spotted. Yeah, you're right. He's the little willy of Better Up. Yeah. Is that... Oh, right. Is okay. It, well, well, okay. Okay. Do we have a, a uh, episode title contender already? <laughs> the little willy of Better <laughs> Up? <laughs> or is your little willy Better Up? <laughs> I don't know. It's a good question. One of them. Uh, yeah, so um, after he announced the move, uh, he told the Wall Street Journal that he wanted to use the role to create impact in people's lives with his little willy. Uh, he went on to say, proactive coaching provides endless possibilities for personal development, increases awareness and an all-round better life. Uh, you know, uh, it's getting boring now, isn't it? Harry will not be directly directly managing employees as part of his role, but he is expected to be a part of meetings and special company events. So they basically, they just wheel him out. There he is. Look at him. Look, ginger little willy. Yeah. Better up. There we go. Make an impact on people's lives. It's a novelty thing. Kind of like what he's been doing his whole life. He is a novelty, right? They're just novelties. They just... I mean, is he clocking in every day? Just inbred tax-dodging novelties. You know, just that's all they are. State, you know, sponging, uh, tax-dodging novelties, inbred, you know, uh, German heritage. uh, You're such a royalist, Joe. Uh, yeah, who then obviously uh, becomes an immigrant in another country. Uh, so interesting that hopefully now he understands the plight of of the of the lower classes, perhaps more. You know, he has to go and make his own way, doesn't he? Make his own way. Oh yeah, poor sod. He's going to really struggle, isn't really, he? You really are. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So he's now listed as part of Better Up's leadership team on their website. You know, he's obviously very qualified to be part of a leadership team of an American corporation. Uh, It features a black and white photo and describes him as a humanitarian, military veteran, mental wellness advocate and environmentalist. So he's broadening his CV there, you know. Environmentalist? Supposedly. I mean, anyone could say that, couldn't they? Does it mean that you want to save the environment or you just you just like it? It just means you care about the environment. Yeah. Well, I'm going to start putting that on, on things now. It's like a philanthropist. Oh, hello, oh, I'm a, yeah. I, yes, I'm an environmentalist. Oh, I thought you did... Uh, no, yeah, I do, but I'm, I'm an environmentalist as well. Does but what does that entail? <laughs> just sort of reading about the environment and that. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily entail... Like, it doesn't have any sort of specific criteria to meet to, to call yourself an environmentalist, does it? It's like you could say, I support such and such amount of charities with a you know pitiful amount of money but i'm a philanthropist so yeah you know yeah uh milligan cleese everett sessions and all that and and also environmentalist it doesn't it doesn't specify if you're for or against the environment 
<laughs> I'm, really? I'm, I'm against I'm against the environment yeah I, I'm an environmentalist I, but I believe not, not as you might think I believe that the environment is overrated you know we've had it for a long time and I think it's about time that yeah. uh, we move on you know create yeah. our own environment yeah yeah I'm, do- I'm just not strictly pro environment all right <laughs> stop sitting on the fence you know choose a side pro or against environment do it do it you know move on yeah please <laughs> Let's have a debate about that. Do we need the environment? Good question. That, we'll go with that next week. Yeah, all right, all right. Um, well, uh, that's the end of my story there. Um, thanks for uh, listening to this week's headlines and news with me, Michael Tongi. And me, whatever I said at the start. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Don't know. Uh, so I've got, um, I've got a little bit for you now. Have you? Yeah. You cheeky sod. <laughs> Where are they now? Good one. This is this is only 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 small, like uh, Prince Harry's job title, really. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, this is a, a weird sort of a where are they now, but sort of a did you know as well. Um, so okay, okay. Cristiano Ronaldo was born. On the 5th of February, 1985. Okay. Lionel Messi was born on June the 24th, 1987. Okay. Okay. So as you will have already worked out, Dave, that the the difference between those two dates is 869 days, obviously. Okay. That's Yeah, I'll take your word for it. So Cristiano Ronaldo, 869 days older than Lionel Messi. Okay? Yes. Right. Okay, right. agreed. Cristiano Jr., Cristiano Ronaldo's son, was born on the 17th of June, 2010. All right? Yeah. And Thiago Messi, Messi's son, was born on November the 2nd, 2012. Okay. So the difference between those two dates, Dave, is 869 yeah. days. What? Yes. Oh, did not yes. see that coming. So this this got my brain sparking with neurons firing. That you know, in twenty years time, we're going to have the next two best players who have ever played the game, sons of the former greatest players who have ever played the game. You know, trying to outdo each other for the Ballon d'Or and the highest goals scored in the calendar year and all this kind of shit. Um, oh, imagine! Imagine they were awful though. <laughs> what, just like? playing like fourth league, fourth division. Uh, I mean, would you even bother? I mean, it's so much to live up to, isn't it? Well, I. They probably won't end up playing the same position as you know. That's unusual, isn't it? Like Daniel Maldini, for example, is is uh, a winger, I believe. Um, although uh, Paolo and Cesare, his Paolo's father was, uh, he was a centre back, I believe. Uh, yeah. So that yeah. came down through. And the family, um, but... what are the father sons? Oh, Jordi Cruyff. Oh, he was. He wasn't he quite wasn't... as good as his dad, was he? Not quite. Nowhere near. Unfortunately, poor guy. No, no, but imagine no, no getting disrespect. that all the time. Like, oh, yeah. Well, oh, your dad. Oh, fuck off about my dad. Yeah, he's brilliant. Whatever. <laughs> it must he's be so now. difficult. It must be. Yeah, he's fucking in his seventies. He's dead. He can't. I'll play run but... rings around him now. <laughs> Got thirty years on him, mate. <laughs> Yeah, then see who's better, the better Croy. It's the the Cliverts that he uh, Clivert Junior. I can't remember his first name. He's ended up as a striker, hasn't he? Uh, Justin. Justin. Yeah, or sort of a winger, really. But you know, 
that's the modern striker in a way, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that was such a weird coinkydink. 869 days between uh, Messi and Ronaldo. 869 days between Messi Jr. and Ronaldo Jr. Crazy. That is weird. That's about the, as many goals as they've scored this season as well, isn't it? Between them. Oh, well, no, I think only, I think actually Messi has scored that in the last calendar month. Mm, right. And Ronaldo hasn't. No. He's not as good, is he? You know, he's not as good. Oh, it's sorry. Difficult. I, I mean, shouldn't. It's, oh, it's so close. Wish but, I hadn't uh, said that now. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> Oopsie, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Who's no, of course he is. It's I, I, silly to debate. I don't want to get into it. it now. No, there's no point, is there, debating how good they are for each other. They're both the best player who's ever played the game. Done. Um, so, yeah, there we go. That, that's where they are now. But it did make me think, you know, about the, uh, well, relationship between uh, great players and their children and what they end up doing. Uh, there's mm. quite a lot of videos online of Cristiano Jr. playing. He looks quite talented for his age, but you know that. I just think that their, their fire, the fight in them to succeed must be harder to generate with the uh, the wealth and, of course, the intimidation of the of the success of the father. That must be a real problem. Uh, and I guess that's yeah, the I kind think of it thing would, throughout history. It would be easy for them to kind of give up early on if things aren't going their way because they're just going to go, well, this is pointless. I'm never going to... If I don't at least get close to their standard, I'm just going to get stick my whole career. Yeah. I mean, like Caesar's son or, you know, Muhammad Ali's kids, they're not going to be... They're not just going to get into boxing and get better than him necessarily, are they? You know, really hard. Even you like, you know, uh, Nelson Mandela's son. I don't know. Like, how do you... How do you do that? How do you live a normal life? Yeah. You're fucked, aren't you? Pretty much. You're going to go into politics, son? You're joking, aren't you? After what you did. Oh, I don't mean after what you did. I mean, it was great what you did. You're not joking, aren't you? You're not going to go into <laughs> politics. Clear. After what, after what you did. Oh, I've served my time. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's where they are now. And that's where they are now. That was good. That was interesting. That was. I like little factoids like that. Factoid. It was. It was a factoid. Now, now. Ah. Mm, we yes. we just could not possibly could we, Dave, get through this episode without discussing this next thing. No, bastardly behaviour of the highest order. Absolutely. Well, I mean, where do you start? Where do you start when the bastard of the week is essentially the 12 biggest clubs in the European theatre, so to speak? Yeah. And yeah. The, the... It's, um, it's, it was embarrassing, wasn't it, really? The way it all came out. Um, embarrassing so it and hilarious. Think, was it on a Friday or something like that? Um, within hours of it being announced that this was going to happen... All of a sudden, the club started uh, saying, uh, "Actually, no, I don't." And I think it was—it was like Man City and Chelsea, or Chelsea and Man City were the first two to say, "Oh, I'm not sure about this." Yeah, yeah. And you kind of—and then it, they kind of got applauded for that. And I was one of the, obviously being a Chelsea fan, I was like, "Yes, we win." That's good, <laughs> good on my, good on my team for pulling out for. And then you sort of go, "Well, hold on, they did sign up to it." 
They did. Let, let's just clarify. This is about the um, short-lived, or well, hopefully short-lived European Super League project that started. As you said, I cut dates. I'm not entirely sure. On a Friday, and I believe by the Monday morning, it was it was absolutely in tatters all over, wasn't it? I think by the Saturday, it was not going to happen. It was um, a non-starter. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, it was a yeah. I d- go on. It just it was just seems a. It seemed a bizarre concept to me. They said they want an elite league with these uh, elite clubs from each league competing with no real jeopardy, as in you can't get relegated. So the only thing you can do is not win, right? Mm. And then then they said, yeah, this is going to be an elite. And I thought, well, that's what the Champions League is, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. Really? But the fair thing about the Champions League... Is that it's not always the same teams. I mean, it's most of the time the same teams, but then every now and then you get a chance for t- like Leicester City to play in the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. Or um, well, just Leicester City. <laughs> I mean, but uh, well, even Tottenham, but no. even Tottenham, they weren't. They're not always qualifying, are they? In Everton and teams like this, you know, it, it that's the beauty of it, and and it's it's a fascinating it's scout when one of <laughs> the big it? teams big teams in inverted commas, like Arsenal, for example, don't get in. And I just find, like, a lot of these teams, a lot, maybe not a lot, but a few crucial members of the ESL have such cheek, unbelievable cheek, to consider themselves currently an elite team. Yes, Arsenal, at the time, were ninth in the table. I don't yes. think that they could consider themselves in anywhere near the top 10 or even 20 clubs in Europe at the time. No, Uh, they're barely going to scrape and qualify for the Europa League. And all of a sudden they say, yes, we're we're one of the elite. Based upon some past glory that is now a a generation or more ago in football terms. Uh, They're, you know, utterly undeserving. Even Tottenham, with all due respect to recent, uh, you know, an upscale in their quality and the stadium's got better and, you know, they're they're going in a good direction in in the macro sense. And, you know, that there's a lot to um, credit Tottenham with, but that, I think that doesn't even put them in a position where they deserve to be part of an elite 12 alongside the likes of... Real Madrid and above some others in the Premier League at the moment. It's how do you make that decision? And like you say, they they're not allowed to get not allowed, can't get relegated. So that's essentially. Yeah. So it never does that mean it never changes? Then it's always the same teams. Yeah, regardless of their quality. Like, do they have a reward meeting at the end of the year and review who deserves to be in it? And no, it's a it's a just a it's a pyramid scheme. It's a money spinning scheme, um, protected from any criticism or. It's, it's a you mentioned to me earlier in chatting it's we think it's strongly to do with the American links between these clubs right well I believe the founder members were America or American based and America does have a knack of having sports competitions with no major jeopardy involved and they don't like l- losing or even you know close to being relegated or just doesn't seem to happen in their sports. But, I mean, like you say, the, the fairness of it all, or the unfairness of it all, to a team, you know... Like West Ham like a, or Leicester. Team, yeah, can have a really good season in the Premier League and then be like, yeah, well done. I mean, I know you could 
with the Champions League, you could probably lay out that format and you could probably pick holes in it. And I think some in the game have complained about certain aspects of the format of the Champions League. Yeah. And fine, have a look at that. But in the fairness of it all, as in the better you do in the league, you know, if you finish well in the league, you will be rewarded with a place in an elite European competition. Now, you could say the fair... Okay, fairness maybe isn't the right word because the fairness... Where's the fairness in the Premier League with teams that have millions and billions of money to spend against teams that don't? But it does happen every now and then, like we've seen with Leicester and with West Ham doing so well this season. Yeah, and and you can you can make the point that although financially, you know, there is a massive discrepancy in, 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 in wealth uh, in the Premier League, which will obviously swing the quality and, and enable the likes of, of Manchester City and Manchester United to have consistent success. But the, the prize money and the TV rights and such that you get in the Premier League is sufficient enough so that you can get yourself into the league, build over a number of years and gradually become a superpower. And you look at the history of clubs like Manchester United. Yes, they've had rich backing. Uh, but they've attracted investment through success and grown as a result of that. And their success on the pitch is the catalyst for them becoming the Manchester United that we we think of, you know, as, as being a club that's had success over many generations. Um, it, and, and of course, the, the, that also comes from a huge and devoted fan base. And that's the other yeah. really disappointing thing, the ESL, isn't it? Is that this was... It seemingly snuck in through the side mm. door and just announced that, sorry, we've done it. It's been decided. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to be definitely more. And I think it's going that way. Uh, the f- sport needs to be more fan regulated. And um, and it seems like that's that may happen. But it was great to see that they announced it and everyone just went, no, sorry, no. I mean, I've not gonna happen. Uh, to use a word that has become uh, a heinous cliche in modern times, unprecedented was the reaction yes. from. I mean, to see pundits uh, like the yeah. likes of Gary Neville on TV react so viscerally and talking in such strong language and desperately trying to remain professional uh, yeah. about this and being unafraid to speak about the club that they love in such a way and without ramification, because I guess they're not connected to it, they're not employed by them, but you'd still know no respect to the owners of the club whatsoever um, because it hasn't been earned, I guess. And um, but, but still, I was surprised uh, and it was refreshing to hear them talk so openly about the mismanagement. Yeah, and, and it was. And, it, and people started harping back and comparing it to the breakaway of the Premier League when that happened in the early 90s. And yeah, it, what, that was a massive thing. And, it, and that was all about, was a lot about money and TV rights and Sky basically buying up uh, football. But the thing was, there was still this kind of fairness and jeopardy involved. And it's like, yeah, you, you can be in this league, but if you don't do well, you'll be out. Yeah. And teams that in the in the league below us that do really well, their prizes they get to get in, you know. So it, there it, is. it was it was still interesting. It's um, meritocracy, isn't it? If you yeah. if you, you you win by merit, you're in. If your merit so drops really, below a level, they didn't really change. Off. They didn't really change the old format of the first, second, third, fourth division of teams winning the first division, teams getting relegated. That was still going on. Yeah. It just kind of created a, a, a another level. Yeah, it's not a closed loop. Uh, and that's fine. 
Um, you know, that, that, that's what I would term as positive elitism in the sense that you can earn your way in. It's elite at the top, but it's positive in the sense that you can earn it through, through merit. Whereas negative elitism is a closed loop that is inaccessible to a certain group uh, that is an in-group and an out-group. It's almost like a, a fascist dictatorship. And it's, of course, just a complete pyramid scheme. It's almost the definition of a pyramid scheme. It's circular money, isn't it? Recycling yeah. wealth through a closed loop. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, yes, Joe. Uh, so... The, there was uh, no other contender one of for the, Bastard of the Week. No, absolutely not. One of the fascinating things as well was, uh, I think it was... You know, one of the major baddies in this um, whole story was Florentino Perez. And I think it was him who was saying how, well, you know, fans are getting bored of football now. And, you know, they're not, um, you know, people don't yeah, in watch Spain it they as much are. and stuff. Don't watch it. It's getting boring. So we need to make it more boring with exhibition games midweek. Uh? Yeah. Yeah. In, in Spain, it's boring because they've got two or three teams, you know, winning every week. <laughs> They, the, the, apparently the Spanish fans are well up for it because they're going to get their teams to get a bit of decent competition playing the likes of Man City, Chelsea, uh, you know, the Italian clubs, uh, Man United and things like that. Whereas over here, thank you very much, Premier League's quite quite good as it is. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that. Yeah. I get that in a way. Yeah. But, uh, that, that Rangers was, and uh, Celtic were piping up. Can we join? It's boring <laughs> over here. No. Well, this, this no. is it, isn't it? This is it. <laughs> Why not them? Like, yeah, nuts. Absolutely nuts. I am so glad that it died. And it was amusing as a neutral. I don't support any of the clubs involved in it. It was amusing to see. But, you know, it just shouldn't have happened. Undue stress for a lot of fans. You know, these protests and the, and the, the uh, Manchester United game called off the other day. Yeah, uh, and... You know, I did see one comment as well on a forum from a fan who was kind of for it, saying, making the argument of, you know, well, you know, these rich owners, they get uh, their fans screaming at them and complaining about them all the time. What do you think is going to happen, sort of thing? And again, I don't believe that. Those owners, yes, they own the club, but they don't own the club. You know, they have invested no. in it and they run it, but they should be running it for the fans. That's how this works. They right? have a duty to the fans, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Good riddance. Good riddance to bad rubbish, would I say. Oh, <laughs> yes, I agree. Throw it in the bin. Of the week. There we go. The good thing is, Joe, it's, it's done and dusted. It's not going to happen. And um, we don't have to worry about it do we uh, uh sorry what did you say i said we don't have to worry about it worry okay yeah, yeah, we well, don't have to worry like curry we could worry like lorry though i suppose if you are genuinely worried of course you worry don't you you worry about things mm. genuinely that is wrong mm. though so, did you uh, say rung so we, did you say rung we rung was that hey. did you say rung now now you're being pedantic uh. I don't know if I am, though. Had, well, I think you are. We had a little debate about the... Well, it wasn't a debate, really, for me. I knew I was right. Mm. Um, you, say, you, say, you say worry like lorry, and I say worry like curry. So we thought we'd put this out there, see what, see what everyone else thinks, see who... Not, not, let's not say who wins. Um, let's just say who... Doesn't win. 
doesn't win. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we yeah. put it on at Instagram. Uh, you may or may not have seen it. There's a little video of me saying worry like curry and a little video of Joe alongside it saying worry like lorry. And then we ask, what do you think? Who's right? Um, we had a few responses. Uh, I'm not going to call it a landslide. Um, some may. Some may. Yeah. But let's go with the ones. Let's go with the, uh, here's what you could have won first. <laughs> so we had, um, first of all, uh, and this is on Instagram, Abby Hannafin. That's my wife, by the way. Oh, she yeah. She just put, she put, I'm with Joseph. Well, you know, family. Which keep it in the family. I didn't know how to take. I didn't know what she was trying to tell me there, but then I remembered you are related, so <laughs> not like that. Um, and I don't think she put it on a public forum if the, if that was news. If she had to tell me that, would she? I guess not. But you know, I'm glad at least that there is debate in your household about this because you know I know what you're going to say. You you mentioned the word landslide. You know, obviously that you know. The, I'll let you carry on. I'll let you carry on, but yeah, no, there no, was I there was another one um, <laughs> uh, from uh, it's uh, E Lucianne. Uh, she said FFFs guys, which I think means for for fuck's sake, I fudge sake, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, worry like Laurie. Now, is that someone you know? I think I know. Yeah, yeah. If uh, you know, going by the uh, Instagram tag, I believe it's a mate. Must be a northerner, I assume. No, utterly, utterly sorry. Weird then, like you. Um, so then we had some more. We had uh, uh, Have a Swim 1, Curry. Uh, Sally Tallulah 3, Worry Like Curry. Who, who's that, sorry? Uh, Sally Tallulah 3, yeah, who, Worry Like Curry. Who's, who's that? Um, I don't know. Some, I don't know. No idea. Uh, Jay Davies Music, Curry. Um, Red Kitch, Punt the Punking, yeah. Curry. Um Henry Christopher just said, I worry about you both. It didn't specify how he says it, but I, I think we both know. Yeah. No, um, we don't. No. Frank Row 1, Curry. Bearded Burned, Curry. I'm not, I won't continue. <laughs> uh, mainly because there aren't any more. Well, it's currently 7-2. You know, there have been bigger score lines in the Premier League, so yeah, I'll take that. I mean, that, that would be back page news, that would, wouldn't it? <laughs> A sport, yeah, sure. But listen, I don't. there's no point dwelling on it, okay? Uh, Every now and then, you know, people say funny things or weird pronunciations. The other one that was brought up the other day was uh, H versus H. It's obviously H. Um, people who say H are weird. I mean, we could we could do uh, we could do one every week, but it would just be endless, I think, wouldn't it? Yes, and and probably it would get tiresome. But you know, let me let me just say that sometimes in life, Dave, you need yeah. to have the courage to go against the stream, don't you? And and follow what you believe in, regardless of how many people tell you that you're crazy, you know? Yeah. And that's my response yeah. to this whole thing, you know? Okay, especially when it's something so important. You have to you have to stick to your guns about the most important issues in life, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it is worry, like Laurie. So you haven't, you haven't gone back to your, your parents and sat them down and said, look, what's, what's going on here? You've led me down this path. What, 
What's the reasoning? Where did all this start? Is this like I mean, the, the like you envisaging this is like the am I adopted conversation or something? <laughs> like, well, just like <laughs> is it something they got from their parents or did it start with them? I mean, it, this we could go back. We could go and and find and the origins the of same this of wrongdoing. I could ask the same of you. You know, I'll just say it was the. Uh, that's how they all said it. Where I was, where I was brunged up. <laughs> brunged? Do you mean brunged? <laughs> oh, forget about it. <laughs> Um, Joe, we need to move on to um, we need to move on to puns. Oh, okay, okay. Punderful like current puns. Opinionated punditress punted in the creamy puns, spraying you with punny spunk. Puns. <sighs> What's our pun mashup this week, Joe? DIY. Do you know why I thought of that, Dave? I've, I've got a feeling. <laughs> I think I may know. Why this propped up into your head? Yeah, it's because I've been doing quite a lot of DIY recently. Yeah. Um, I must admit, I've only come up with eight. Uh, I don't know why, because it seemed like an, an easy one. I bet our fans, particularly the King Pun and uh, number one fan Dan, will put me to shame here. But I, I like him. I like him. You got 12. I just think your your mind probably would just put a barrier up and you'd be like, no more DIY. Yeah. Not even puns. No. Yeah, just no, to, to, to overload the input, indeed. Um, um, it was a good show, actually. I quite enjoyed this one. Oh, good for you too. You know, you're a handyman. I bet you've uh, you, you've probably Thank smashed you. this one. Yeah. Excuse me, I'm more than a handyman. Actually, I'm a professional. trade professional. You're a trade professional, absolutely. Yeah. Well, if um, you kick it off, because I've got less than you. <laughs> okay, my first one is um, Dirk Grout. Oh, very nice. Yeah, a bit of grouting. Yeah. I'm going to have to get on that soon, actually. That's a, that's a job in the yeah, near future. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine you'll be do- doing most of these. Yes, I expect point. I will be. Yeah, yeah. Philip Drilling. Philip Drilling. Billing. He was a Bournemouth player. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, well, that's a good shout. I didn't know who he was. Meh. So. I started with my weakest, you know. Sure. No. Uh, what about um, Gary Spirit Neville? <laughs> That's funny that you should say that. Uh, I'll leave it oh. to later, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Anthony Vanden Plasterboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Plasterboard. I was trying to get a Plasterboard one in there. Mm. Um, what about uh, Neymar Nails? <laughs> a brand there, DIY brand. Yeah, there for you. yeah, I like it, I like it. Or, or just in speaking in general terms, uh, deco rating. Well, yes, deco. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, I did not see that one. Um, something you've been up to lately, I know. Mm. Um, Chris Wood flooring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess you could change flooring to a number of uh, number of yeah. wood fencing. Yeah. Uh, yes, please. You could, you could, you could. So this one uh, is uh, both a DIY activity, uh, but also secretly this sort of title for a gay porn movie. Okay. Nice. Uh, Filling Foden. Ooh, yes, (laughs) yes. I'd watch it. Uh, Well, I'll give it a first five minutes or so and then no, done. And then you're done. Yeah. Oh, not like that. (laughs) Um, well, once you've got your wood flooring down, uh, uh, Joe, you can um, you can then get on the Martin skirting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. You could, yeah. And you know, you mentioned this one earlier, but of course, when you're doing uh, uh, 
flooring. What, what was your flooring one again? Chris Wood flooring, Chris Wood flooring. and Martin skirting. You definitely will need a Gary and Phil level. You will. There you yeah, will. So yes. you, you had the similar one earlier. Yeah, yeah. Great minds. Yeah. Great minds. Um, hopefully, there's not too much um, filling, folding to do, because otherwise, you might need a Trent Alexander Armstrong. <laughs> Arnold, surely. But yeah. It's yes. It's the wrong name. Correct. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Details. Well, yes, that's absolutely Trent right. Ale- Who's Trent Alexander Armstrong? <laughs> <laughs> it's the decorating version because oh. he's you know he's using it yeah. all the time. Yes, you do every of course every surface uh, that you need to paint will need a light ebe sanding before you uh, you know before you paint. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Plus Sanders. Yeah. Um, I tell you what's good for uh, building, th- making units with. Mm. It's a bit retro. Stefan M D Effenberg. <laughs> Creative. Yes, M D Effenberg. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Not cheap, but uh, you know, uh, and potentially toxic. Actually, uh... potentially. Yeah, banned in America. Fine in the UK, no mm. problem. Yeah, just don't breathe in the dust, uh, or you know, pick a fight with him in the dressing room. So absolutely. Yeah, and one of the easiest, uh, you know, pieces of home DIY for an unprofessional punter to do is is uh, when you use you know floorboards or whatever that uh, have the uh, technology of Michael Tongy and Groove. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, that's a that's a strong one. That yeah. is. For Thank me. you. Thank you. Um, I tend to screw most of my things down. <laughs> I'll rephrase that. Uh, <laughs> screws the way forward. But old school, if you're old school, just uh, use a nail, Quinn. <laughs> nail, nail, Quinn. Nail. Yeah. yeah. And if you say, yeah, exactly. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> use the accent, and you're there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Um, this is just uh, my my finishing one, and it's a double, uh, but a double of the same. I'll just say it: Paintsley Paintland Niles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. Paintsley Paintland Niles. Very good. It's not, is it? A lot of paint. <laughs> it's not, is it? <laughs> it's honest. Um, okay, I've got done. a few more. I'll just rattle through them then. Yeah, go on. Uh, Nikki, Nikki Butthinge. <laughs> um, Ryan Mason repaint. Of course, of course. Um, Paul Parquet flooring. <laughs> and lastly, Gary Screed. Gary Screed. Wow. Yeah. R.I.P. Gary Screed, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. They were, they were good. I think we're going to get some good ones. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I look forward to these. There's a lot of creativity here. There's a lot of terminology and acronyms and all sorts of stuff with DIY. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Don't you know it? Uh, well, not clearly not that well. It's only got eight. And certainly at least one of them was shit. So, there we go. Uh, at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Deco rating was the that, that was, was my highlight. That was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's it for us, isn't it? We're done. 
there for this week. Yeah. So to be clear to everyone, we are still doing this remotely. So if there is any little uh, uh, confusion as to why there might be little blips in our conversation, I'm sure there isn't. But that's the reason why. But within a few weeks, hopefully, we can be face to face. Mano el mano. Skin on skin. But, oh, Stripped to the way that I can't <laughs> that. Run out. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, we will be in each other's arms mm. at a safe distance. Yes. Elbows. So El- yeah. we can be in the studio, I assume, after May, but we still have to be in a safe from a safe distance. We always do keep a safe distance, especially with your reputation. This is it. You know, I, well, I know you can get a bit handsy as well if the circumstances are, are right, you know, if the conditions are right. So. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Who yeah. wouldn't? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yes, you're right. And, and you know, we are, of course, still uh, needing a bit of help, aren't we? <laughs> Dramatic pause there. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just wondering what you're on about. Now I, guess, now I know where we, you're going. You know, yeah. we, we are, aren't we? We need, we need support. We need a fan base. We, you know, and, and uh, sometimes uh, begging is appropriate, isn't it, Dave? You know? Yeah, forget children in need, forget Comet Relief and all these other charities, cancer charities. Give us your money. <laughs> don't. Don't do that. That's awful. That's an awful thing to say, actually. But yeah, it's pretty rubbish. Yeah, almost like you were one of those kids at the back of the uh, assembly cheering at the death of one of your teachers. But, uh... Henceforth, I was not. Yes, yes. But anyway, if you did feel like uh, you got some spare change kicking around, what you can do is you can head over to patreon.com forward slash round the back and there's a button on there that says uh, donate £3 a month or a, a number of your choice. But, um, you know... Uh, well, 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 it's up well, to you, isn't it? It's your choice. It's up to you. It's, it's, it's your choice. Final word, Dave, to sum up this week's episode. You knew it was coming, surely. Um, chimpo.